We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. This is, this is, this is, this is. Heat, heat beat, heat beat, heat beat. With Giancarlo Navas and Ryan Goins. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Heat Beat Podcast. I'm your host, Giancarlo Navas. And with me today, full house, we have Heat Twitter president, Mr. Alf. How are you, sir? Yes, sir. What's we happening? We have uh, stats guru, Christian Hernandez. The Heat are bad at a lot of things really well. I'll get back to you on this. Okay, so excellent. Thank you for that. Uh, we have Leif. Hola. What's up? And joining us today, oh, I forgot to mention our producer slash co-founder, Brian. Hey. That, that was a good tease, Chris. That was a really good tease. It was a good tease. We're going to get into that later. We have a lot to talk about today. Uh, and joining us today on the program is Mr. Roy Bellamy, producer of the one of the producers of the Dan Levitard Show. How are you? Good evening, sir. One of the saddest days in my life was going into the heat media room and seeing Dwayne Wade in that awful jacket that he was wearing <laughs> as a Chicago Bulls shooting guard. Oh, that Bad. is rough. And I'm glad you say that, because one of the things we're going to get into today is Dwayne's return. We're going to talk about some tanking. Chris is, is going to lay down some numbers. We have uh, some Jay Rich talk, talk about Saturday Night Live. Mr. Dave Chappelle was on last night, and I really want to get into that. But since Roy brought it up, uh, I want to talk about D. Wade, because he came back. And uh, I guess, Roy, were you and I the only ones in the building that day? Was anybody else here at the stadium? I, I I was in the press box. So I don't know about anybody else. Oh, live off. Okay, you're bragging over here, you know, living large. Oh, I had a credential. I was there you professionally. Know, <laughs> you know, some of us try to get credentials and the heat don't give it to us. You're trying oh, to rub it in? <laughs> yeah, actually, I am. I'm trying to rub it in. <laughs> trying to make fun of us? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you know, words hurt, Roy. Wait, you mean you didn't pay to go oh, to stadium? Yeah, I mean, you know, some of us have to pay our hard-earned money. Why waste money when you can actually work for a professional uh, sports outlet 
you know? I mean, that's the goal. So, <laughs> okay, so you're in the press me. box. What's what was going on in there? Because I know, I mean, I, obviously not tears in the press box, or at least I hope not. Like there were in the stands. No, it was a lot of professionalism. We uh, looked down upon uh, a the court and <laughs> just like we were in wonder, actually seeing Dwayne Wade in a different uniform. Like it was weird. It is absolutely surreal, you know, but watching because immediately after the first time out, they played the video and that was, that was, that was nice, but sad at the same time. And it, it, it was a nice crowd. I mean, it, it was a sellout, but I don't know. I guess they they were late coming to the arena because I saw a lot of uh, white, uh, yellow and red seats. But yeah, but that that was nice. And and Wade going out to center court and suiting the fans was nice. But that that it was sad. It, it really was sad. <laughs> we miss him already. In my section, like nobody wanted to look at the person next to them because we were all. I mean, I I'm a crier, so like I was out there like. Oh my bowling. god. But Alf, you know, you, Alf, you know me, dude. Oh like, I'm God. that guy. What do you yeah. mean nobody wanted to look at each other? Shut I up. Talk in my section. I'm telling you, we didn't look at each other. Like, no, man, was... that's just you. That is just yeah. you. That, <laughs> no, that that's was, just yeah. me. You didn't want to look at anybody. Everybody else is fine, dude. Like, okay, he's back in the Bulls uniform. So you're saying that I was the only good. I was the only dude in that stadium who cried. Everybody was looking at Wade because he looks fat in that uniform. That's why <laughs> we're looking at fat Wade in his fat Bulls uniform. <laughs> Crying at home, Gianni. You know, counting all the money that I made selling my tickets for that game. <laughs> Thank you, I didn't cry because there's, there's no crying in the press box, so I didn't cry. So right. I, I bet Co- Cody cried. He Cody. probably did. <laughs> he probably shed a tear. I bet Ira Winderman cried. Uh, two tears in a bucket for Ira. Ira Winderman hates the heat. <laughs> saw Ira Winderman <laughs> tweeting about football town today. Did he really? Uh, yeah. yeah, he was like, "Oh, football town again." I was like, "Ira, what? What do you think you cover?" This okay, no, I want to. I want to bring this up. <laughs> Ira called that guy who ran on the court to love Dwayne. He called him an idiot. I don't know if he deleted the tweet, but I couldn't believe Ira. Very disappointed. Hashtag secondary was, audio. Mm. That guy yeah, was trying was, to bring Dwayne <laughs> back. He was low key right. That guy is an idiot. <laughs> What was he doing? That guy turned around. As soon as that guy turned around, he had his hands behind his back. (laughs) That was the most peaceful guy ever. Like he just ran to the court and then he walked into security's arms. (laughs) He's gonna spend a a night in jail for what? Being a Wade stand? That's stupid. Just write a a column like I used to. Father son column. (laughs) I uh speaking of columns, G, you should plug your story. Oh, my Dwayne story? Yeah. Yeah, you guys should take a read on heatbeatmiami.com. And by the way, we have tons of new writers. We hired a couple guys and everybody on staff already. So if you haven't checked it out, heatbeatmiami.com. We're posting stories every day. The website is flourishing. And I wrote about, uh, the you know, Trump got elected. And it's it, it was really sad for me. I have a lot of friends who are, my best friends are gay. And my other best friend's Jamaican. And it was just like talking to them all day. It felt so somber. And it was a lot of crying, like, what are you doing? I'm plugging this. <laughs> I'm to plug my story. I'm plugging my damn Alf, story. This was your. You this was your idea. We had a. We had a meeting you about this. You just told this. me to plug the damn story. I'm you wanted us to plug stories on the pod. This. This is how we uh, do it. Damn, I'm. I'm setting up the. What do you want me to do, Al? 
<laughs> go ahead, go ahead. No, it's over. You killed it. Like I was just, just go read the damn story. If you haven't, it's about Dwayne Wade and humanity and sports being fun. Check it out. EPMiami.com. The Miami. You just said that. You could just said that. I don't know. You, Brian's like plug the story, and I'm like, all right, I'll plug the story. Thank you. You know, you can all go to hell. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm just a guest. I'm sorry. But Al first. Al thinks he's on the radio. He's big time now. Less is more, Gianni. Less is more. <laughs> Alf, oh, you man. have something to plug? That's okay. Do I? No, we're not plugging anymore. We're done. No, Alf doesn't write anymore. He's too good for that. No, I just have no. I haven't had a good idea in like six months. That's yeah. the problem. <laughs> I'm going to talk about tanking because now I'm shook. My feelings are hurt. Everybody's laughing at me. Um, we have had a lot of talk recently on Twitter about uh, the tank, hashtag tank, S-Z-N, tank season. I'm kind of surprised that we're going there already because Miami's schedule has been difficult. The only bad team that they played was Sacramento and Orlando, and they beat both of those teams, the rest of those teams. I I don't know why Miami was favored last night, but they were. But, I mean, Utah's better than they are, and so is Chicago. So um, Miami hasn't – Miami's played a lot of – Good teams, and <clears throat> actually, the Jazz were favored by a point and a half last night. <clears throat> but I said, "No, wait! Oh, you're absolutely correct. I'm so sorry. I read that wrong. Regardless, oops. oops. Regardless, they played. My, my point stands. They played good teams, and we're overreacting now. Like, what did you think that they were going to be? I would hope that it? somebody. See, no, you guys always do this to me. You have to direct it to to somebody, man. I, I was looking at you. Me? How can, how can I tell? You look straight. You're a bad co-host. You're, no. We have, a, we have a guest on for a nationally syndicated radio show. We have to do a good job. You've made fun of me. You've not responded when I asked the question. I mean, Leif and Christian are standing, sitting there, too. Roy, what do you think about tanking? No, I'm, I'm asking Roy. you. No, no, I'm asking you first. Yeah, you, you. Me first. Okay. I, Give us a hot my, take. My, my whole thing about tanking is tanking is First of all, I just don't like the term. I don't like the idea of losing on purpose. I think anybody who roots for their team to lose is kind of a loser themselves. It's pretty damn lame. Like what? Like that has to be the most miserable viewing experience as a fan that you're rooting for your team to lose for the opportunity to maybe draft a player that might be Michael Beasley in three years. Like, I just, <laughs> I just don't see the point. Like. Just root for your team to win. What happens, happens. But, like, these people are rooting for losses, like, after well, that, eight games. It just doesn't make sense to me. I don't really that, think that, it's rooting for losses. I think it's rooting for restructuring of the team so that they're not built to win. I don't think it's in the fans to actively root for them to miss baskets. You know what I mean? I mean, that, that's kind of the beauty of this, though, is that uh, the the team is not having to deliberately tank in terms of – like go out there and sit guys and, and and not play to their you know um to their best player strengths and 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 legitimately try so it's not like we're watching this team that's like sitting all their players to deliberately lose every game they're just not that good and they're not that deep and they've ran into a, t- a rough patch Goran is hurt so you you know you start to trend in a direction where getting a higher pick is going to be better for the team long term but it's not like they're going out each night and Spo is not coaching as well as he can or something like that so um, no but my my point is that the conversations changed very quickly when i think what's happened was exactly what everybody expected to happen that's the point I'm trying to make. Like, I personally, no, go ahead, Roy. 
Uh, yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, your guest from a nationally syndicated uh, talk show on ESPN Radio can't figure out his Skype situation, so I'm no better. I didn't want to throw you out like that, dude. I didn't. If you, we'll, we'll get uh, into that later. I didn't want to throw you out like that, man. Uh, let me run myself over then. Uh, but <laughs> eight games into the season, I mean, it's kind of early to be talking about tank talk. You know, <laughs> like, we're doing it. Like, yeah. Yeah, you're doing it for yeah because it's a topic. But yeah, I mean. It's, kind of early in the season to be talking about tanking, you know? I mean, we know that this team's not good. <laughs> I mean, we know that we have to, this team is resting on the shoulders of Hassan Whiteside. I mean, that's, uh, that, that, that tells you right there that no tanking needed. They're not going to do all this season. That's just the way it is. I mean, they're not going to be as bad as the 76ers, but they're not really tanking. They're just not good. Early in the I season, see- it'll go out. No, I'm and see, I'm okay with not being good, but like my argument with everybody has been like, when the Heat lose, that people are happy, like Heat fans are happy about it. Like I don't get that side. Like I understand not being upset about a loss. Like I only don't the loss that upset me the most was the Spurs loss because like Dion Waiters was making decisions down the stretch. Like that pisses me oh. off. Like, that doesn't make yeah, sense yeah, for the yeah, future. Yeah. Like, I would rather Rodney Magruder be out there making decisions <laughs> for the future than Dion Waiters or Luke Babbitt or any of these journeyman bums that are on the team. Like, so I, I can understand not being upset about a loss, being able to look at losses as, as learning experiences and saying, okay, well, we lost that game, but look how well Tyler played or look how well Justice played or I want this, you know, I would I'd like to see more out of TJ, uh, out of Jay Rich. Like, I understand looking at it from that point, but, like, literally, like, being excited that the Heat lost a game is just where I kind of draw the line. It's just a weird fan experience for me. And if I had to watch another Deion Waiters fadeaway mid-range jumper, I might jump out of the press box. I think those are fun. I think those are fun. Is Deion Waiters? (laughs) They're so fun. God, because Deion's a psycho. Like, Deion's out here making decisions, and he's a crazy person, and it's fun. (laughs) <laughs> is, De- is Deion Waiters not every dude you see at an outdoor playground who yes. thinks they're a lot better than they are? Like, I mean, even the way he dribbles his step backs, super exaggerated. Like, dude, what are you doing? Like, you are an NBA player. Like, what is this nonsense that you're pulling? Like, and every once in a while, he does something nifty with a little, like, a wraparound pass to Hassan. And like, oh, look, playmaker. And then the jackass messes up the other 46 minutes of the game. So, I mean, that's my whole thing. Like, I am okay with the Heat losing, right? As long as we're losing with our guides for the future. Like, I do not want to see crunch time with Deion Waiters and Luke Babbitt. I barely even want to see James Johnson out there. Deion Waiters is in the third percentile as a roll ball handler. He's three for 15 from the field. Thank you. Let's see a season, season average of uh, 11 points and uh, five turnovers from Deion Waiters and uh, start yelling at him. Just let, let's, let's, let's wait and see. Here. Oh. So we can wait at the end of the season just to say, hey, uh, this is a bad move. Why, why, why did we get this guy? Uh, I think nah, December we, might be closer. We know, he, we know he's trash. We don't need to wait for the end of the season. I know trash when I see it, and Deion Waiters is trash. I don't really mind him running the offense late in games because who else is going to run half-court offense when the ball stops? Justice Winslow? Goron, TJ, Justice Goron. Winslow. That's fine. Okay, but we've Josh done Richardson. This- Listen, everybody. I don't, I, don't, but, I don't really want Josh Richardson running half court offense or Tyler Johnson. The only one acceptable is Goron, but for some reason he's been allergic to it. So wait, okay. Here. Now here's my question: So why do you want Dion Waiters running half court offense? 
if it's not Goron. Because Goron's not doing it. He's so, but what is okay? Now, what does that do for the future? Nothing. But Goron doing it doesn't help the future either. Well, I, I think that this sort of ties back into the tanking thing. If your best player that can create offense for himself in a half court situation, um, just in terms of getting a shot up, a viable shot, is Dion Waiters then Spoh's probably going to go in that direction unless we're going to start deliberately tanking. And the, the great part about that is is that it's like tanking without having to say you're doing it by d- giving the ball to Dion Waiters. But I, I see Alf's point that you want your young guys to experience that stuff, take their lumps and stuff like that. But I just think that there's just not um, enough shot creators on the, on the roster. So Dion, by default, is going to get some of those late-game opportunities. And that's what I'm saying. Not oh, if he's man. on the bench. <laughs> you just want him not there. No, I just I don't want him on the court. At he's been the a good shooter this year. He's been a very good shooter this year. What Kirsten, kind of shooter? Was, oh, yeah. Kirsten, Kirsten, that was your cue. <laughs> Stats guru. Kirsten is uh, so Dion is 12 for 37 from inside five feet. That comes out to 32%. Only Dario Saric of the Sixers is worse so far this year. Thank you. Very much. But he's bad inside. Bad inside. Oh, yeah, he's good. good. How, are we, how, how, how are we feeling about Justice Winslow's uh, uh, jumper? Because uh, oh, I, I, I got a hot take on that if you want to hear it. Brian, are you allowed to yes, have hot please. takes? Uh, well, I'll find out. We'll, we'll see. Give, give your take. Let's see. If you get fired, I, we'll find I, out. I think so. Justice Winslow could be a tremendous shooter if he just cut his hair. Yeah, that's an awful take. Why? 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 Why do you want him to cut his hair? Because I don't even care about his hairstyle. I mean, I think it's all right. I just think if he wants to get a better shot release, his finger has to hit just about an inch above his forehead. He's limited by that because of that long ass fro. Wait, wait, wait! You think his hair's only all right? His hair is amazing. I thought this take was was a joke. I thought this take was a joke. He pulled out of his ass. But he is like he literally he got just, analytics on it. I mean, have you seen on, Kyle Korver's release? There's video evidence out there. Actually, I'm not even. This is not my own original take. I'm stealing this from someone else. I'm a hack. Well, you want to look like Jay Dinner or J- Jai Dinner or whatever that guy's name is, that rapper? Who, who did you steal it from? I don't know. I think it was Complex Mag. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mute your mic, man. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> Brian gave his terrible Justice Winslow take. Move on, oh, moving on. I have a great hashtag for it, though. I don't want to hear it. That was fantastic. Yeah, no, you're Muslim. Hashtag Justice Pro got to go. Okay, stop. <laughs> I can't get to roll you. Uh, Leif, I know that you've mentioned quite a bit that you don't expect Goran to be here long term. I don't. Uh, even like before the game last night, I uh, heard from somebody else that. Uh, Somebody credible, actually, that um, that he's on the block, man, that they may look to move him sooner rather than later. And, do we uh, not have a sauces-like soundbite yet? Because we need it. Ryan, do you have imaging for this? No. Okay. Well, e- excellent producing. Wasn't the team that you were looking at was uh, Sacramento? I hope yeah, that was I mean, that, rumor that I heard. Yeah. yeah that, they've been mentioned. I think Philadelphia is another team that got mentioned. I don't understand why um, San Antonio, uh, but yeah, I don't. I don't think he's going to finish the year. I think that they're going to look to to add an asset. 
And um, I just thought that it would happen around the deadline. And the more I talk to folks, it sounds like it's going to happen sooner than that. Actually, I, I found imaging. Like, I found imaging. Do you want to keep this going? You put the imaging right. Okay. All right. How do I lower this? All right. Imaging was bad. You're so bad. I want to fire yeah. you so bad. Better than any rejoin I made. My God. <laughs> no, we're done. I don't want it anymore. Just go away. We're done. Turn, turn it up. Turn it up. Turn it up. I don't want it. We're done. Go away. None of that can be an Brian, image of me. Please. This has been the worst show you have ever done. Like, you are on a... Like, you are so bad today. Brian... <laughs> I blame myself. I blame myself. It's my fault. No, no it's Roy's fault. Roy, it's not your fault. It's not Roy, your this fault. is his best show ever. Roy. I'm so happy ever. that I had my mic on mute because I've just been like crying for the last minute. <laughs> it was supposed so to be a news much. intro. No, I don't want anything to do with you anymore. I don't want to see you. Uh, I would like you to turn your video off. I don't want to look at you ever again. Good you job, Brian. Brian. You, you have to put the blinders on, man. It's <laughs> become a disaster. Uh, I think it was that bad. No, it was I got bad, another. Dude. I got one more saucy nugget hot save take. Us, save us, Leif. Save um, us, please. I, I also think that the Heat are going to dangle Hassan Whiteside after December 15th and see if they couldn't flip him for a, uh, a more stable centerpiece, we'll say. I don't oh. like them moving. Those guys, I I like them Whoa. to keep Gore and Hassan. I don't understand. Look, you, well, just, why blew, do you... you just blew Roy's mind, man. <laughs> yeah, Roy. Why do you think that, Lee? I'm not saying a trade will happen. I'm just saying that I know that they weren't thrilled with the idea of maxing him, and um, he is putting up numbers on a suspect team. And I just think that if they could turn him and Gorn into another player that maybe has a little bit more of a you know, polished offensive game or a player that they could run run offense through, like a Boogie Cousins, for instance, I think that they would think long and hard about it if, if the opportunity presented itself. That's all. And for the yeah. audience, they was not Stop with the imaging! We need to walk through that before you do it because, like, I, I would want to choose the music and it's not going to be that stuff. It won't be that. No, this was just like a chime. This was just a breaking news chime. I don't chime. even remember what my take was. I was going to say something and I don't remember because I hate you. <laughs> da, 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 da. There it is. <laughs> Can it be like some kind of outcast sample, please? Can I recommend some music? No. Please? Body out of you, delicious. Yeah, like that. Those trumpets. That's what I want to come into. I don't have any control of the show anymore. What are you doing? Is that Scrooge? Why is Scrooge dancing? Okay. This is the worst podcast ever. I've I've lost control of my show. This is a disaster. This is almost as bad as the the debate cast. No, this is all your fault, Brian. I think this is going. I think it's yeah. going swimmingly. You shut the hell up, dude! You made fun of me at the beginning of the show, and you haven't done anything to help me. I'm, I'm having a great I really, time. Yeah, I'm sure you are, <laughs> jackass. You, you <laughs> wrote drinking all day. And you don't want to. Dude, do listen. Stuff. We've laughed. We've gotten two dope lave hot takes. We heard about what I think about tanking. Christians, Christians giving some awesome stats. Chris, you have a stat for us. We have we have a TV. Dion Waiters. 
He's just been bad. Oh, he needs stats. <laughs> it's just been it's been a train wreck. Guy blows into the lane, like completely beats his man. Layup right there. Bricks it. I mean, how? Like, why? I'm, I'm there in my seat and I'm seething. Why is he starting? All right, I'm sorry. I'm this, this is nothing that I'm not used to. Yeah, your show is totally nothing influencing us right now. <laughs> like, yeah, just like yeah. dying. Our show is based on your show. <laughs> oh, you noticed? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay, where were we? We did Dwayne, we did Tank. We had a show sheet. Leif gives us a lukewarm take. SNL uh, or Goron long term. Yeah, Goron long term. No, Alf. Do you have anything to add to that? I mean, it, it seems which one? Topic, the Goron long term topic seems kind of dead at this point. No, you ruined it. I, mean, well, I didn't ruin anything. Brian ruined. You it. ruined it by not letting the imaging go through. But no, <laughs> I think that's my, that's my fault. If you go back, uh, shameless plug to Leif and I's hot take article before the season, we both uh, kind of thought that Goron wouldn't last a year. And that's not because I don't, I think, I love Goron. I think he's awesome. But I just think long-term, I just don't see what the play is with Goron. Like, um, I just, when you're when you when you're talking about a youth movement, is what is Goron doing there? He's a 30, what is he, 31 now? 31-year-old point guard uh, with a lot of miles on him? Like, it just doesn't make sense. Um, I so, had a lot of miles on him because he didn't play a lot early in his career. Yeah, but he's been playing over in Slovenia. You know, they play like three games in in dude, a was, day. He was like playing on set. he was playing with the Suns, and he was barely. Playing. Dude, when you play in Eastern Europe, dude, they you play all day long under the threat of violence. Like that, <laughs> he's he has miles on him. So Our I'm Eastern European correspondent. Oh, yeah, I'll tell. Listen, and if, <laughs> nobody knows Slovenia like I know Slovenia. Sausage. Anyway, yes, um, <laughs> but um, no, but my whole thing with. I just don't see long term what his uh what what he what his place is with the Heat. I I don't know if that makes sense. Like it just doesn't make sense to me long term. And I love like I said I love Goron, but I could see, I I he has the best most tradable contract on the Heat right now, uh, besides maybe Hassan. Um, so I just I see them. I see, and it all depends on how they look going into like December. Um, if they, if they, I mean, if they're, I mean, not December, going into the trade deadline, if they're tr- complete trash, I don't see them keeping the team together. I don't see why you would. What do you mean? Why wouldn't you keep this? I mean, because they're who thought they were going to be good. I mean, that's, I, not, I, that's not what I'm understanding because now, no, because what we're saying now is based on whatever results we're getting, they're going to completely blow this up, which I don't think anybody who had a brain going into the season thought that they were going to be any sort of good, decent, or special. They thought they were going to be kind of maybe okay if things went well for them. They might win 38 games and, you know, 9 seed, 10 seed. And why Why does this bad start or why would a bad start change that thinking? And they're like, we need to get rid of our point guard was a great contract. We need to get rid of the young center we just gave a lot of money to. I don't get it. I don't think it's a need to get rid of. It's just that if you can send Goran somewhere for an asset where they're the age of the player that you acquire, whether it's a young player or it's a draft pick, is more lined up with all the young bucks they have on the roster. It just makes sense. What team would give anything of value if you have a young player? Like, what teams have the young players? They're typically bad teams. And if you're going to move a bad player to get Goran, a young player to get Goran, 
You're probably a bad team, and at that point, why do you want Goron? Like, well, but teams- you're in a, you're in a unique year where in the East there's going to be a lot of bad teams that are on the cusp of a playoff berth. You know what I mean? So, like, if you can get in the playoffs winning 37, 36 games, you'll have a team that maybe would max out normally at a, as a 30-win roster thinking that they could tag on enough victories to um, to sneak into the playoffs. There'll be teams that'll do that. And also out on the West Coast, if, it's, if you have a lot of parity from one through eight. Um, I, I don't know. I think that you're underestimating the value of – of Dragic's deal long term. Oh, I think it's a great. I think it's such a good deal because you're getting such a good player at value. I just don't think it's wise to move it. And contrary to what Alf said, he doesn't. I don't. He doesn't have a lot of NBA miles on him because early in his career he didn't start, and he's only recently been playing full time seasons as a starter. Uh, while he is not young, I think he'll be able to play a little later into his career. Silence. Thank you, guys. You guys are okay. great allies. No, I, I agree with you. It you was. Don't. You're alive. No, I don't. I don't at all. Yeah, um, yeah I don't either. I, what are you going to add? You're, you're just like, well, and then you just sit there. <laughs> the heater shooting 53% within five feet. That is worse than the NBA. Thank That's. Wait, I can make this better. I can make this no, better. No, 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 <laughs> Please, you've done enough. You've done enough. Okay, um, all right, Roy, I'm going to let you pick what we talk about next. We have uh, Saturday Night Live or we have Josh Richardson. What do you want to talk about? Uh, let's go with uh, SNL because uh, that was uh, – I haven't seen SNL in, since Norm was doing Weekend Update. So I, I, that was oh, the man. first SNL I've seen in, like, 20 years, man. <laughs> and, and it was excellent. It, I think, uh, I think Dave, uh, Dave Chappelle did an excellent job. I think, uh, uh, Kate, uh, uh, McKinnon, McKinnon. Uh, I think it's like, Oh, McKinnon. I'm sorry. Uh, I think she did a great job, uh, with the, uh, with the song in the beginning, uh, the little corn, uh, I didn't song know that. Yeah. Leonard Cohen just died. Yeah, he just died like a couple of days ago. So yeah, I guess it, 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 it's been a bad week, man. <laughs> it's been a rough week. It's been a bad I, year. I thought that yeah, the skit yeah, that yeah. they did, the the skit where they, uh, where the the white folks were watching the election as it as it went, uh, I thought <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. pretty accurate and um, yeah, really funny and ironic. I thought that was well played. Yeah, they did an excellent job on that skit. Yeah, that was great. And the uh, the the. The second skit afterwards with, with all the Chappelle Show characters that was pretty good up until he teed off on a he teed off on his spoiler alert. <laughs> like I'm like, what's going on here? <laughs> yeah, they they took it a little too far at the end when he ran away with his own head. That was um, but before that, it was great. That was a uh, uh, yeah. 2005 humor. Yeah, did yeah. they let? Yeah, that was- <laughs> Did they let him curse more than they normally would? Yes. Some- yeah. 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 I-, I was like, man, this show has changed since the last time I sat down yeah. and watched it. A lot of N words. <laughs> he dropped a lot of N bombs. Dropping. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of N bombs. Yeah. And the, the the second song by uh, a tribe called Quest. I mean, when a uh, Q-Tip hit the uh, the N word on repeat, I was like, oh wait, man, <laughs> what's going on here? <laughs> what are we watching? 
I wasn't ready for that. Hey, listen, it's Trump's America, man. That's living in a new America, man. We're gonna hear a lot more of that word going flying around. Yeah, on the other side. Exactly. Hey, why not get used to it now? Let's let's break it in. Break America. Yes, break it. Yeah, get used to it. 1927, all over again. I liked how uh, I like how he even started off the one of the, the, the monologue with saying you know, he knows white people like you all are surprised you know, this is what we've been living. <laughs> y'all used to be full of better surprises. Like, I'm just yeah. In all honesty, I'm glad like we got to a point where we could laugh about it because I mean on Tuesday night I didn't think I could ever ever laugh about this election about the outcome about Trump I didn't think I could ever bring myself to laugh about it but. I mean, I guess what what are you gonna do at this point? Go march in Seattle? Like, <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. <laughs> the, the the joke he had on the riots in Portland. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, you know, us black people are thinking amateurs. Yeah, it was like a, a million dollars in damage. They broke a Starbucks. I think that uh, they I think stole they stole all the pumpkin spice. <laughs> they broke a coffee machine. Well, yeah. <laughs> oh, the horror! They flipped uh, over a fruit. They flipped over a Prius. It was insanity. Am I alone <laughs> thinking the sketches uh, weren't that funny that he did? Other than no, the, the first two, the sketches were mostly mostly bad. The one uh, that weird one at the end at the bar with Kate oh McKinnon. God, no! The the one about the the the, the breast milk. Oh, that breast milk. Uh, <laughs> So weird, dude. I didn't know how to feel. I wanted to laugh because it was Dave, because I love him. But oh god, it was awkward. That was uncomfortable. That's what made it funny. Oh my god, Keenan was trying not to laugh. He oh was trying god. so hard not to Both laugh. Both times, Keenan thought. <laughs> I mean, he was like, "What the hell are we doing?" <laughs> but the the crazy thing about it is, like, if they could find one comedian who could put that this whole week into some kind of frame of reference that we could laugh at and enjoy and kind of all get behind, man, they picked the perfect guy in Chappelle. I don't know. I don't know if anybody could have captured it the way he did. Um, I mean, and then even some people latched on to what he said about giving Trump a chance and they, you know, the uh, Trump supporters kind of latched on to it and said, oh, hey, even Dave Chappelle is saying, you know, get behind the president. They completely misconstrued what he said, yeah, they, but yeah, at the end of the yeah. day... Th- yeah, my favorite part. They took his words. Yeah, they ignored what he said before, after, in the middle, everything. Oh, the, but the one yeah. part where he said we gotta, you know, we have to, you know, we have to get, you know, give him a chance. That's all he said. Give him a chance. And then I saw a headline. Uh, Chappelle says to stop the nonsense and support Trump. I'm like, when did I did, <laughs> did I watch? They keep trying to. They keep trying to say that he's supporting Trump. They said that they said that three weeks ago, saying that he, <laughs> he because was he was critical Trump. of Hillary. Yeah. 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 And then I must get Dave so mad. So infuriate him, dude. <laughs> that's what he wanted to avoid. That's why he, well, that's why he left uh, his fame, but Yeah, he because was you, Do you want to hear one, you, do you want the actual transcript from what he said? I don't really are want you, you to do it. I don't want you to you, do anything more. I, wait, I, are you are you going to recite it? Because that'd I, make it really funny. <laughs> okay, yeah, you got it. Go yeah, we got time to wait. Yeah, we got time go. to wait. Okay, you know what? Let's go. Let's hear Brian. Do you want to do you want to do it from the Bradley Cooper story? No, I want you, no. I just want you to do it. Just read the transcript. <laughs> I'll just read the last crime. 
So in that spirit, I'm wishing Donald Trump luck. And I'm going to give him a chance. And we, the historically disenfranchised, demand that he gives us one too. Thank you very much. No, no, no he said demand. No, he said demand. Yes. He's going to listen to anyone. <laughs> when you said let's give Donald Trump a chance, you sounded so racist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Someone's going to cut that up one day when I get when I get famous. Oh, you're never going to get famous, but I'll cut that up anyway. I'm going to use it again. Cut me. that up, tweet it out. Roy can retweet it. Maybe that should Jan be the name of the podcast. Brian <laughs> Zach no, Trump. Crazy. No, crazy. Nobody would nobody would listen. <laughs> first first Tyler Johnson now this. Roy. No. Yeah. How how much backlash are you getting? Because I the one thing I, I pointed out the other day, I was I like the fact that you are not afraid to kind of voice your opinion on some of this political stuff, social stuff. Like how much backlash are you getting on Twitter? Oh, these white people are mad dog. Oh boy. <laughs> like I'm fighting off everybody. <laughs> like and I'm over here like bring it on. <laughs> like it doesn't matter to me. I got nothing else to do. I'll fight you too. They should be happy. Yeah, yeah. A lot, a lot of guys with camouflage caps. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of guys wearing that Trump hat. A lot of eggs on Twitter. Avatars. <laughs> a lot of a lot of hunters. A lot of hunters. A lot of bow and arrow slingers. A lot of Bradley like, Coopers. Uh, crossbow. If the person has less than seventy followers, look out. Yes. Yes. <laughs> If you notice, they always say yeah. "father first or something, or "proud father" in the in the bio. Proud they, father, yeah, a lot of uh, God, a lot of Fli- sort of- a lot of Philippians, a lot of uh, Johns, a lot exact, of uh, yes, 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 John three, Matthew, father. <laughs> or they have their dog in their Abby. A lot of dog Abby. Yeah, uh, yeah, the dog Abby. Yeah, yeah. Bonnie Be loves careful. the of those guys. Actually, I love the hip. I, I totally forgot the hip, the hip before, but. I think it wasn't it the same day as the election was when Roy, you did your first top ten in a while. Uh, it was the day after. It was the, the day, day after. after. It was that Wednesday, yeah. Yeah, that might have been honestly the first time I laughed after the election. So, thank yeah. you, by the way. Yeah, no problem. No problem. It had to be done. I started laughing so hard when Mike is clapping. The healing starts now. I almost crashed. <laughs> I, I almost I, I was laughing so I almost crashed, dude. Like it was so funny. Healing starts now. <laughs> dude, that was losing it. Yeah, we need a lot of that, man. We need a lot of that. <laughs> a lot of that. Amen, sir. All right, so does, we're gonna stop. No, go oh, no, I was gonna ask Roy, does anybody tell you to kind of tone it down with the political stuff or they just let you have free reign? Uh I just don't care. That's <laughs> 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 a way to live, man. There's, there's hey, been man, no like, we, there's no Disney no, you live like, no, not not on Twitter. <laughs> I mean, I there see. might be one on on radio, but not on Twitter. <laughs> but when you live your life not caring, you know, you're a lot more happier that way. <laughs> I like it. Amen. Yeah. Amen to that. Roy, are you surprised on how popular your show has gotten? No, no. Not really. I mean, no, you know what? I, I was surprised that, well, I, I shouldn't even say that I was surprised at the amount of hate <laughs> that we get once we started simulcasting, uh, uh, taking over Colin's spot. But yeah, there was a lot of hatred. And I bet you the people that hated our show at first voted for Trump. That's a damn good bet. In the world. Yeah. 
but yeah, but I guess once uh, those people left and went over to Fox, uh, and the people that gave us a chance, all four of them, spread the word about us. Yeah, all four of them, and all four of them turned into all like thousands of them. Like it, it, it caught on, and it takes time for things to catch on, you know. So, so, and I, I think we're better for it. But I, I, I think there's a lot of room to grow with the show. So, uh, I think there's going to be a lot more fans uh, sooner down the line. I've been surprised by how many people that used to really not like your show and they used to make fun of me for liking it and have now changed their <laughs> minds and say, oh, I, I get why you like it so much. Like, it's so good. Yeah, just got to get used to it. Once you, get, once you understand that sports talk is boring, <laughs> really? <laughs> once you, like, once you get into the fact that you, 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 that pop culture is more exciting than actually talking about sports and having sports and pop culture actually becoming one and intertwined, it's, it's a lot more fun to actually listen to radio, you know? So, like, people got used to it, and now I think they're happy for it now. And you ruin, you ruin sports radio for all of us, by the way. All of us. Okay. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> you're, you're very much welcome. <laughs> who would you say is who would you say is most responsible for uh, for for kind of getting you guys in that lane? You know, the lane that you currently occupy, like how, like the show. You know, having that style. I think uh, I, I think it was from the beginning, actually. You know, that that's the whole sort of, I mean, the whole point of the show from the beginning was we're not going to be your ordinary sports talk show. Like, we are not going to be uh, Mike Francesca, uh, my Francesca. We're not going to be Mad Dog. We're not going to be Colin. We're not going to be Boomer. We're not going to be any of these guys. We're going to do our own show, and we're going to have fun doing it. And hopefully you guys will have fun listening to us having fun doing it. And if I'm you don't, and it is what it is. How much fun were those big three shows? Because like that was some of the best radio I've ever heard. Oh man, we were pouring liquor on ourselves during that time. <laughs> man. It, was awesome. it was the greatest time in sports radio, <laughs> and it's gone. It is gone. <laughs> oh, it's gone. No, we're left with this heat team. This sorry two and six heat team. Oh no, we left with Luke no. Babbitt. Now we argue about Tyler oh. Johnson. Oh, jeez. Uh, Roy, I kind of, they, I think Lebatar kind of hinted at it one day. Uh, I don't know if, if, if the whole story's ever been out. Like, how did you get involved with the show? I heard it was like a stalker um, situation. <laughs> That'd be funny. No, it was not true. a stalker situation. <laughs> no, I was, I was in college. That's the facts, right? All right, I'll start from the beginning. Um, I'm a big fan of Fred Caliendo, right? So um, one day when the Super Bowl was in Jacksonville, he joined the show for the first time. You know, I was a fan of Frank from like high school, you know. Uh, so he joined the show one time. And it was around the time when I noticed while watching the Heat game that, hey, we have an ESPN affiliate down here. All right, nice. ESPN 790. Cool. I think I'll listen to I think I'll listen to it one day. So I turned it on, and they said Frank was going to be on. So I'm like, cool. I'll sit back and listen. And 
trying to figure out what the name of the show was at the time. And it was like, oh, Dan Lovatore. Okay, cool. Right? I think I'll start listening to the show. So I started listening to the show. And I started, you know, emailing, you know, because they like to do the, the, the names that connote, like, uh, you know, like, uh, bird, so-and-so's name that you know, like Iron Eagle, yeah, Iron Eagle, you know, that sort of thing. So I used to send in like names like that, and um, and they liked the, they liked my stuff, and um, you know, got like prizes and whatnot. So I decided, okay, when they were doing live remotes, I'll just go out from time to time. And at the time I was in college, I was going for journalism, and I decided, okay. I about I just asked for a job? <laughs> so I went to the uh, the offices, uh, which was in Hollywood, and I signed up for a job. And I got an internship uh, for, at the time, Sid Rosenberg. And I was working in the office as an office assistant and then started focusing on the show. Now, they, they moved me over to, uh, to do Dan's show, and it went up from there. Then I became associate producer. Then I became producer, and then we ended up on uh, ESPN Radio. Now here I am, right now, doing this podcast. You made it, yeah. You made it, Mama. Made we it. made it. Yeah, congratulations. Yeah, Roy. Thank you. It's luck. Luck, really. Roy, <laughs> we we launched careers. By the way, I just want to let you know that. Yeah. Anybody, anybody who comes <laughs> on with us goes. Yeah. No. Joy Taylor's a national voice now after being with us. Uh, Izzy got mm-hmm. like four radio shows after coming on with us. Uh, George, <laughs> yeah, George has that promotion on ESPN now. Every Monday, he has Nacion ESPN. Jo- George uh-huh. owns. I think George owns ESPN Deportes now because of us. Leisure uh, had to cover cover the Dolphins. <laughs> that's, yeah, an upgrade, that's an upgrade. That's an upgrade right now. They're doing pretty good. Anthony Chang. Next, next thing you know, you're gonna have Tony Collins on. Uh, Tony Collins from Sports Center. We should get Tony. Hey, make make George give us Tony Collins, Al. I don't even know who Tony Collins. <laughs> you need to text Doris Burke first. What? Tony you don't know who Tony Collins is, really? I know who Tony Collins is, of course. Yeah, is it, you don't know. That, who I mean, you, you, yeah, you know, Stu guys got her confused with uh, Cassidy Hubert. Uh, oh, yeah, that's Tony Collins. Oh, okay. I I know who Tony yeah, Collins is. I was is like, now. yeah, okay. That's I thought it was, I thought you were okay. talking about a dude. I'm like, I don't want a Sports Center yeah. anchor. <laughs> well, I don't know how to pronounce her first name, dude. I mean, it's like Antoinette or Antonianetta or something like that. I, I don't know how to pronounce her name. I Tony's think fine. Think you Tony is fine. <laughs> Tony's easy. Tony's universal. We all get that. We're working on Cassie yeah. Hubbard, too, but the Heat are letting me down big time. I have a bet with George mm-hmm. Sedano that if the Heat win 45 games, we'll get Cassie Hubbard. So yeah, you're not gonna get her. You're not. You're not gonna get her. Never be on the show ever. Ever. <laughs> just let her know that we're career launchers. I mean, before Roy might get a radio show after this. No, Roy's... I. Uh, I have. I have no no desire to become no a host of the radio show. Thank you very much. Roy's gonna be no. president of BT after this. Watch. Uh, I'm BT. Roy, how did you guys get? Um, how'd you guys get Billy and Chris involved? Because they've been delightful additions to the show. I don't know. What do you, you don't know. You've been working there. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm doing my own thing. I don't know about them. They got my. 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 They got my.
<laughs> They're not going to take my job, right? No, no, you're cool. Okay. Yeah, that was last week, actually. <laughs> <laughs> like, wait, wait, who are they? <laughs> who are these guys? <laughs> Weren't we talking about the heat at one point? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I think that was like three hours ago. That was yeah. like, whoop. Do we want to talk about Jay Rich or? <laughs> no, I'm fine, thanks. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.